All right, good evening, good evening, and we are the Couch Potato Sports Report here in Cartersville, Georgia. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody that's joining us this week. I hope you pop in and give us your thoughts on sports. You know it. So that is T-Bird and Dex in the house tonight, and uh, I guess, Dex, I want to start it off with, you know, the the trade de deadline is coming up for the Braves, and I think it's next week. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, we got off to a, a little bit of a, a bad start in the second half. We yeah, won that yeah. first game, then we lost four in a row. Yeah. Got a big comeback from behind win yesterday. <laughs> big, big comeback. Madison hits two homers. Maddie Riley hits one. <clears throat> so, but, the, you know, the thing that's going around is what do the Braves need to do or what do they need? What kind of moves do they need to make at the trade deadline, or do they need to make any? You know, when you're when you're bringing people in, it means somebody else isn't working out. Who on the team isn't working out is where that question should start. That's where that conversation should start. Who isn't working out? You know, we've talked about Marcelo Zuna, mm -hmm. right? He's working out though. He's working out right now. <laughs> Good timing. Yeah, as far as the DH. Uh, the only weak spot that I, as far as the lineup, we got, if not the best, one of the best lineups in baseball. That was zero question about it. You know, you, you leading the league in homers. Uh, you setting records every day. The only spot that I, it's two things that I think. It's, man, if I know you, I know what one of them is. Go ahead. <laughs> we, number one, uh, we've got to, you know, we've had a lot of pitching injuries. You know, we were going there. <laughs> we've got to get, we've got to get at least maybe a starting pitch and we've got to get some bullpen help. We yeah. got four guys down. Yeah. That's, that's, that's been a part of this special season. And I don't have confidence in, uh, what's his name? Kirby Yates. <laughs> I guess I, I should return Kirby Yates uniform about you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I have no confidence in Kirby Yates. I have no confidence in Rossell Iglesias, the, uh, the closer. Yeah. The closer? This <laughs> yeah. is your closer. <laughs> you got one job. <laughs> and you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, we come back yesterday. Uh, and it, he, it seems like when a closer comes in, He's supposed to shut stuff down at least 95% of the time. I give him 5% where he's going to blow a couple of saves. Yeah, yeah. But this guy comes in and he gives up hits. Yeah. You can't. That, that's not what we need there. No. Nah. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, we get the win yesterday, but he still gave up a hit or two. Mm, yeah. So, you know, we, we got to get. I don't know what we got to do it, how we're going to do it. You know, but we got to get some pitching help or get some of these guys back. Free pitch the other night in Rome. It was a sellout, you know, he, on his rehab. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, that was his second outing. So hopefully we're going to get him back. I don't know about Kyle Wright, the other starting pitcher that went out. Yeah. Okay, you got Mentors out. Anderson's out. Uh, uh, that other kid. uh it's two more of this out bullpen. Uh -huh. And when you got to depend on Kirby Yates, 
<laughs> Man, just the way you say his name. <laughs> That's not good. We 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 you know, we come back, Olsen hits the two run homer, and then Yates comes in and give one of them back. Got hit at five hundred feet. Yeah. You can't have that. Yeah. And so I, like I say, we got I don't know what double A is gonna do. I'm sure he's thinking on something. Yeah. And the other thing is we gotta get uh a, a everyday left fielder. You got Eddie Rosario. Eddie had a <clears throat> I think he had a mental breakdown. He made yeah. a couple of errors in the game. Yeah. Now, now check out this convenience that he had a couple of errors in the game. He did hit a home run that game. But all of a sudden, <laughs> they pulled him out, and they said he tweaked his hamstring. What? Wait a minute, yeah. They, wait a minute. <clears throat> they pulled him out the game. Uh-huh. They said he tweaked his hamstring. Now he made them two errors in the outfield <laughs> is what he done. Okay. And then we bring in Hilliard, uh-huh. the kid to play left field. Yeah. Okay. He injured his ankle running the first base. Put him on the DL. All of a sudden, Eddie's hamstring is okay. Back in in the next game. <laughs> so I think uh, that was just Snicker saying, "Look, man, you done had enough for the day." Yeah, yeah, definitely. I um, I uh, I uh, I just want to let you know that uh, Mama OG is sticking up for Iglesias. She says closers are not infallible. Unfortunately, they do give up hits and sometimes runs. Yes, they do. But he's given up too too many. Yeah. And, and you uh, and and Mama Oju, I certainly respect uh, your opinion because you are one of the most knowledgeable ladies I've ever met when it comes oh, to baseball. Zero question about it. She's the most knowledgeable uh, listeners. Yeah. Fans. I yes. Mean, she, she, she she's like me. She does her homework. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I certainly stuff. I certainly respect that. I just think that when you're getting to this part of the season, he needs to be turning the corner where. When you go to your closer, you got confidence that he's going to come in and shut the door. Right now, when he, when we know he's going to come in and close, we're all drinking, you know, because we don't know if he's going to get it done or not. In fairness, I, I drink all the time, <laughs> so, you know, there's that. I, um, I, I kind of am with her, though. Um, it's, it's hard being – the only reason why he's, he seems like the sort of the weak link is because everybody else – strong on any other team he'd be right there with them but i i i, I gotta disagree deck i i <clears throat> i understand you gotta have a closer mentality uh-huh. he seems to have good stuff but he's so he's so much around the plate that they kill his balls yeah. i mean he throws strikes but you you gotta be able to throw pitches out of the strike zone and get get some waves and misses. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he doesn't do it. They hit his balls. I mean, all right. So we're looking at closer and left field. Yeah, we, we yeah we look well we're looking at pitch in the left field because pitch, I'm sorry, pitch in the left field. But uh, so, so so I mean, somebody, everything everywhere else we're straight up. I know. I hear a rumor that Otani might be going to uh, Arizona. He is not gonna like uh, if that if that rumor is even remotely true. He is not gonna like Arizona. It's too hot right now. Well, there's a lot of rumors about where he may go. You know, you can't never count the Yankees out. They got more money than anybody ever lived. Uh, yeah, but look, look at what it's got them this year. I, I know they're in last place. Yeah, but 
that think, don't that don't keep them from going to get the best player. That actually gives them a reason to get the best players. Um, look at the Mets also. They might even just try and go after him just so the Mets don't get him. You know. They, well, you know the Mets may be sellers. Uh, the Mets. I ain't so sure the Yankees might. They might be sellers too at the trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, but don't forget about them Dodgers because they'll throw the money out there and try to get him too. It's been a rumor that he may go to the Dodgers. I mean, it's been a rumor that he may come to Atlanta. I but mean, that ain't he, gonna happen. No, nah, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. He, I mean, honestly, I, I don't see him not staying uh, with the Angels. To be quite honest with you, but I, I can't no, he, wrong. he, no. Listen, this, this is the deal with Otani. Uh-huh. See that he'll be a free agent. True. So they, they need to trade him. So that they can get something, something. From him, yeah. 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 Because if not, he just he gonna be a free agent, go to the highest bidder, yeah, or wherever you know he he want to go. But yeah, they talking about he might be a six hundred million dollar player. That's it, six hundred million dollars, bro, <laughs> for a baseball player, for an athlete. Hey, hey, I, I, listen, right now, um, there's a contract for killing Mbappe, soccer player. <laughs> Are you sitting down for this one? Uh-uh. 1.1 billion. He with, that good with the capital B for 10 years. Good God. That's, that's at that point, that's a lifetime contract. Uh, yeah. He's, you, he's you, like 24 years old, I think. Maybe yeah, 25. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like he'll finish his career in Marengue White. Uh, Los Blancos. Yeah. That, I, I don't even see how you do that. But the, his value is not just on the field, his value is merch. And there's a some sort of deal with Real Madrid to where they get 50% of his licensing. Yeah. Which, but it's also the licensing is, um, it, they have big licensing with Real Madrid. They're the biggest club in the world, hands down. But, I, you know, that's a little sidebar. But with, um, oh, I wanted to mention, uh, Mama OG did mention Craig uh, Kimbrell. Yeah. The Brave, but since not as a shutdown closer, even as a cup, she mentioned. I don't completely know what that means. I don't know about Craig Kimbrell. I'm not yeah. familiar with him. Yeah, he used to be a, a closer for the Braves. Yeah, yeah. And when, when he was younger and had the best stuff around. Uh, and then I think in 2012 when they had the clean out, you know, he was one. They traded to get some assets and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. Right now, my moji, I would take Craig Kimbrell over Iglesias. <laughs> But, but and 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 I I only say this, Mama G, because I make this statement because I watch the Atlanta Braves every game, uh-huh. so I've seen the trends. And you you as a fan, you've got to have a certain confidence, like the manager that okay, we got a Glacius up, yeah. we know we're gonna come in and shut the door. I don't have that feeling when Rachel Glacius come in. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, you know. It's you got you you have to have so much offense because you're not completely sure if that last little bit of defense is going to come through. If we up by one mm-hmm. in the ninth inning, yeah, I don't have and we need three outs. Yeah. I don't have confidence that he's going to get that save. Well, I don't know. Okay. I mean, because he's he's not he's not dominant enough to be a closer to me right now. Okay, you want to put on the uniform, go out there yourself. Uh, for that money, I'll do yeah. it. <laughs> yes, I will. They might get a hit, This is true, but yeah. I will go out there. Yes, I will. All right, so we, we're addressing closer mm-hmm. left field. Who's available? 
Well, left field, you know, I mean, they're going to roll with Eddie. They're going to roll with uh, uh, the other guy we got. She says Kimbrell is a hold your breath uh, situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's lost a lot. Yeah. You know, Kevin Millar, Pollard is the uh, left fielder with Eddie. And then you got here, which you got hurt. But, you know, Eddie, Eddie has had a decent year. He's got 15 homers. Yeah. But these this last week or so, he's you know he's he ain't spiked. I always thought spike was when you lost it, but spike today oh, peaked. Yeah, well his his peak peakism has went down in the last couple of weeks. Okay, so he's spiking, so, peaking. Got it. Well, a lot of people think spiking is getting better. Uh, you know, you know how they do, right? Yeah. Like the 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 just spiked. I'm thinking spiked. He went down. Yeah, yeah. So you know maybe Eddie can turn around, but what this is what I would do. I would take Eddie Rosario, and I would trade him, and uh, maybe Hillier, who is a good outfielder, young kid. And I would give him a draft piece, and I would go back and get Arhe Solor Solaire, and leave him in left field and leave him alone, which we should have <laughs> never got rid of him in the first place, because he hit a home run in the World Series that's still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have yeah, no idea why we let him get out of here. Uh, so that's what I do. You know, it's always money, man. Yeah. Annalie uh says hi so hi Annalie. hi Annalie. uh i think Annalie's coming from uh philippines the philippines hey thanks for listening uh all right guys when we come back hey switch over to soccer guess oh. who's coming to miami oh you know it what's his name oh um i don't know i hear he's famous though okay we'll right. talk about that when we get back <laughs> all right back in a minute stay with us If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm. That's 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, Call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole, except a deserved settlement. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed up right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. 
That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, or we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. All right, back on the Cash Potato Sports Report deck and T-Bird in the house. And I want to say thank you to all the people that's joining us. Uh, Anna Lee uh, Cuevas out of uh, Philippines. Now, that's people out of Philippines, guys. So if you in the States, I want you to join us. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Hey, show love. Talk to us. Let yeah. us know about, you know, what you think of the sports and everything. And Mama O, thank you again. Always. She's mixing up a little dinner, so we got to keep her um, We got to keep her entertained. So, Dick, we got we got a little uh, uh, Lionel Messi is, is our guy yeah. that's coming to uh, South Florida. Yeah. And he makes his debut tonight, actually, mm-hmm. in soccer. And, uh, you know, the, the question I want to how is Lionel Messi going to affect the rest of the league by him being the prominent player that he is? Well, on a financial side, the draw. He's there from now on. Every stadium is going to be sold out. It's going to be him uh, and Iniesta that he uh, he partnered with at uh, Barcelona. The rumor is, is that um, another Barcelona player is going to be coming. Um, but uh, Or former Barcelona player is coming. But... Um, uh, Suarez is that guy's name, um, mm-hmm. but that would replace if he comes. He's gonna definitely end up replacing uh, uh, Joseph Martinez, who plays for Inter Miami. Yeah, yeah. Now that's the same team, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're gonna. So basically, what you're saying, they're gonna move Martinez out. Uh, I mean, he's. I think he's gonna play a little less games. But then again, like Suarez is, he's up there. He's probably like thirty. Four thirty-five. Yeah. Um. And then you got to remember those three players have played together a lot, so there's a lot of chemistry between Iniesta, Messi, and Suarez. Okay. I mean, so, <laughs> wait a minute. Now. Those three gonna be on Inter Miami? Well, the rumor is that Suarez is coming for sure. Iniesta and uh and Messi, and they got Tata as the coach, and Tata as the coach. So. <laughs> I mean, which it's, is it's good for the league because Miami is currently in the basement right now. Yeah, they are. Um, and uh, you know they're having a tune-up game with uh, playing Cruz Azul, who's mm-hmm. with uh, Liga Meke. Um, and then um, and then yeah, they, they the, like I said, the whole league they're gonna have nothing but sold-out stadiums just to see play. No doubt, yeah. that, even though they're in last place. And it's funny because my dad, he uh. He had season tickets to enter Miami and he, he gave them up because he, um, so they have care packages when you yeah. buy season tickets, they didn't want to just mail it to him. They're like, Oh, you got to come down to Miami to get it. And he's like, man, I don't want to come down just for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's not, he doesn't really care that they you know, wouldn't mail the tickets. Yeah, no, that's, that's petty. That is small. But that lived here, right? Yeah, my In Georgia. He, he just gets season tickets to different teams. So when Inter first started, he uh, bought season tickets. Same thing with um, with uh, Charlotte and Nashville. But he wasn't going to the game. Uh, not often, but he every once in a while he'd fly down. Because my um, my nephew mm. has uh, he does travel soccer. Yeah, and so sometimes they're in Florida already. So it's like, eh, why not? You know. Oh, I mean? okay. So my nephew, he um, you know, he's played in Carolina and in Tennessee and other places. And so my dad just buys tickets to those. So he'll just take the drive up to Nashville. And, or to drive out to Charlotte. It's a pretty easy drive. So yeah. Yeah. Well, 
let me ask you this that yeah. you know you you are a soccer guru <laughs> and uh do you think that you know like okay you got Messi coming do you think a lot of other the major international stars when they start turning in their career to the twilight years yeah. you think they'll come to the MLS uh, I think they will but that's kind of the problem is it gives the the league a reputation as you know sort of a secondary league yeah or one of those leagues that you go to when you're when you're old prime. yeah and that's not what the league that's what that's not what a lot of the players want the owners kind of don't really care because they're getting paid regardless yeah but with a lot of the players they're like yo we want to be a legit league we want this to be a place to where people are begging to come to and it's just it's never gonna happen with the current model that they have. But yeah, they they're gonna have to change a lot to get that to happen because I think people already look at it like a secondary league. I wouldn't even say secondary to be quite honest with you. See, it's a twilight league. It's the same thing with uh, Saudi Arabia and China. It's just it, they're leagues that you go to when you're done playing in England or yeah, Spain yeah. or Italy. So I mean, how how would you suggest that? they do that how would they create another business model to make that an elite league they gotta change the rules or something well right after they have this you know salary cap which benefits the the owners uh, it also benefits the small market team so teams like uh cincinnati and charlotte you know, what else is in cincinnati you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> is atlanta united considered a small market team eh, it's probably closer to medium than small but okay it's uh i mean you're always gonna have la new york i mean both of those two states you know i should say um california and new york each have at least two teams i think california has three they always four. got two or three or yeah, whatever yeah, so so there's gonna be there's enough people there to where the market's good the market's strong and um but it's not it's not the same it's not like you know you could bring like so there's a team in spain called elche right yeah i remember one year elche played chelsea in a friendly this is uh this is the same chelsea team that had won uh the championship and they came in and just molly whopped them just it but that's the level of difference between like spanish teams and english teams spanish is a lot more technical a lot of speed a lot of uh you know <laughs> a lot of strategy with them yeah but I mean, you know it's just it, you know with mls they're not they're not like that but see when it when you take a lame guy looking at uh mls like me mm -hmm. when i look at mls i see them out there running around kicking the ball and this is for everybody that's out there that's like me <laughs> i look at the soccer like that and then yeah. when I look at uh maybe I flip over to the Spanish channel and I see the Spaniards playing or whatever. Spain, La Liga. Okay. And then and I'm looking at that, and to me, in my mind, they all doing the same thing that they was doing in MLS. Oh no. But see, but that's what I'm saying. See, <laughs> yeah. you gotta watch a lot of that to see the difference that you're talking about. You know, I, I I recently brought a friend of mine to an Atlanta United game. Uh -huh. This is a couple of weeks ago, and he thought Atlanta United was a nonprofit. Uh -huh. <laughs> Realized, yeah, there's a soccer team in town. But um, you know, he's like, really? How do you? What do you watch for in soccer? And I'm like, you watch for the players, how the players move yeah. without the ball. Yeah, and that's where the, the real action is at. And if you have to think of soccer as chess, you're I, you're trying to you're, you're mm -hmm. trying to move people out of place so you can get 
an advantage going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and see, but most people they watching the ball. Yeah, most people are watching the ball. It's the same thing with hockey. You yeah. don't watch the you don't you watch, watch the puck. puck. You watch you watch everything outside of that. Yeah, um, I mean, because with soccer, it's a slow burn, but it's a bright burn because when you finally get that that goal, ah, it goes nuts. The, the emotional investment is so yeah. high. Well, let let me this. Why do you think that soccer is really caught on in in Atlanta, Georgia, the way that it has? Um, I mean, they filling up the the stadium. It's a combination of a lot of things, to be quite honest with you. I mean, soccer is the most popular sport, right? And more and more um, immigrants are coming to this part of of the country. They're coming into the South, yeah, you know, for various reasons, whatever. Um, and it was already a popular game. And then yeah. you have people like Arthur Blank who come in, and he, when he bought the team, made the team, he made all of the the concessions so affordable. Yeah. So yeah. you can, you can basically feed a family for less than a hundred bucks up there, which is like amazing. I mean, name yeah. another sport where yeah. you can do that. And so it's, it, he's building generational hands mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. because you know, you bring your kids to it. Eventually they're going to bring their kids to it and yeah. so on and so on and so on. So it's, I think it's a lot of factors, but I think those are the two big things that make it so popular here. Well, I've, you know, I've never been to a soccer game like that. And, uh-huh. When I watch it on TV, the the fans are just going bonkers, <laughs> yeah. and and emotional investment, man. And, and this is the thing: you've got this is in Atlanta, Georgia, now, and you've yeah. got fans from all walks of life. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, look, you got a guy from background from New York City. You got a guy from Connecticut, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Kent- uh, okay, and then. And you got a guy from Paulding County uh-huh. that's that's cracking up yeah. about soccer. I was at a game the other day, and uh, one of the players that scored, I, I, I never really heard of him. I guess I never paid attention to him. He's from uh, Marietta. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb Wright, I think is his name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he scored the other day. He's a defenseman, and he came up through the ranks. And yeah. That's, and they that, still got Atlanta United, too. Yeah, yeah, they do stuff in Lightning United too. But he came up through the ranks, and with that, it just it it ingrains the love of the game even further for yeah. you know all the homers. Yeah, they got their guy, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I just I just wondered about that. I mean, because you you get people from all walks of life. Yeah, you get people from all walks of life watching, and and they they having a ball. It is fun. It's very communal. It's very fun. <laughs> All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to stay with soccer and we're going to talk about the uh, the USA women's soccer team. Oh, yes. They, they still setting records, folks. We love the ladies. <laughs> stay with us. the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed up right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on C-Repair and muffler work. 
Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, or we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm. That's 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-386-000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole except a deserved settlement. All right, we are coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report live from Cartersville, Georgia. We want to throw out a reminder about tomorrow's the big day, Dex. We are going to be doing a live podcast from the best damn detail in Cartersville over on Church Street in Cartersville, Georgia. Not the second best, <laughs> but the, the best. best. <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing our live podcast tomorrow from 11 till 2 o'clock. Uh, they're going to have food. It's going to be a car show. I'm going to have my truck out there, King Kong. So if you're in town, uh, if you're near, come over and check us out. Like I say, food and vendors. going to be a fun day, Dick. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, you know I love being turkey legs. So. Uh, oh, yeah. They, uh, they're going to have all kind of food, guys. So if you will, come by and check us out. Say hello. We might even let you talk on the podcast. How yeah. about that? Yeah, go to the, um, the CouchPotatoSportsReport.com or go to the Couch Spot um, on Twitter. And, uh, yeah. Us there, follow us there. All right, uh, Dick, the U.S. women's soccer team opened the world cup defense tonight, uh, defense of their world cup tonight, mm-hmm. and they play in Vietnam. So, you know, we were talking off air, and you said that's gonna be a monkey stumping. It's, it's, I mean, the women's team they're so experienced, and there's a bit of a changing of the guard with all these new players coming in, so they kind of want to still show their stuff. And they're going against a team that traditionally isn't very strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in fact, a lot of basically, there's only three other, t- four other teams that I would say compared to them that would come in and and even beat the U.S. women's team. Yeah. Uh, and Vietnam does not make that list. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a size difference, speed, experience. Um, it's ball aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. It's it's gonna be rough, but you know it puts you know the small countries on the bigger stage. Yeah, and it's a good look, but it's yeah it's, we're just gonna go in there and bully. So yeah, uh, it's and you know we were talking that I I am so glad that uh, the women finally got their their monetary due that yes. they so richly deserve. Yeah, Megan Rapino owes me a burrito, so you know, <laughs> she's got no excuse now. And by the way, she's going to retire after this season. And, uh, you know, Megan Rapino, if you don't know, is one of the best uh, players they've had in recent memory. Oh, yeah. And, At least the one last of the decade, leaders. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I say, I was just, I'm just happy that they're getting equal pay. 
they've been the standard uh, more so than the men, the men's team. I mean, I'm not taking anything away, but I think to me, when you're playing that sport, they should get paid well too. They put they they put a lot of time and effort in what they do. Stand sharp, winning, winning. Uh, what what's the cup that they win? Is it the what cup is that? The, the World, World cup? cup? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they should be uh, commended for that. And and I'm I'm I hate that they had to fight to get paid. You know, it's it is kind of apropos that the the women have fought it so hard. But you know what? They're used to winning. Yeah, and that wasn't a fight that they were gonna lose. I'm so, glad, and I'm I'm glad um, that it's fair. In in fairness, though, when they first signed the contract, it was based on one thing, and so the original ruling was based off that one contract. Well, the women's team were like, "Yo, you can give us a new contract because we win so much, or we're not gonna play." Yeah, and and, so and they they stood, they stood together. by that. Yeah, so you have to remember these are nonprofit organizations they're not actually from the government yeah so but they still play for us so yeah uh another young lady that you were talking about was uh uh, uh what's her first trinity, last name rodman trinity, trinity rodman, rodman yes. which is dennis rodman's daughter yes the basketball player uh-huh. and i hear that she is a beast bro she's yeah she's too good she's too good for really she's i think she's gonna end up replacing uh, Megan Rapinoe and Alex Morgan as the stars of the team. Yeah. Alex Morgan still has some good steps in her left. She's still incredibly powerful. She's automatically a great leader for the yeah. team. Yeah, you know her, Rose Lavelle, uh, Mewis, uh, Crystal Dunn. They're all incredibly good players. But this new crop of players that are coming in and stepping up, they're ready. They're ready to taste some blood. So, yeah. How do they? Why do you think that they keep being so good? year after year that i mean it's a combination of, of a lot of things um discipline with a lot of these players they that's literally the only sport yeah it's the only sport that they played for so long and they played it so well a lot of them have played either up against each other or with you um you have uh you know just a size wise you know the american diet uh, i, I want to say the average height for the women's national team five seven and a half yeah um they're all incredibly strong oh man those, just, they got those big legs don't they? they yeah it's all that running but it's they're strong they're smart they've had excellent coaching they've had consistency yeah the program is excellent just women's soccer in america has just been incredibly strong with, yeah with a lot of other countries we, they don't have the resources that we put to it yeah and we've gotten the results i mean they the women's team <laughs> need to look out when they come up against england and france but, yeah or germany germany german women's are pretty good but yeah, I, I I see them rolling over quite a few teams just to get the momentum going. Why do you think the men's team is, is most of the time a disappointment? Oh, do you do we have the time for that conversation? <laughs> it, a little bit. Okay, so the uh, just in general, men's soccer in America, we don't have we're not presenting our best athletes, and I'm not saying that those guys are bad athletes. What I'm saying is, if if we if you had a player that spent as much time you know, playing basketball. LeBron James started playing basketball when he was four. These other guys, if LeBron James started playing uh, soccer from four to now, how good would he be? I mean, he's six, nine. He'd be the greatest goalkeeper you've ever seen. Oh yeah. But you, you, if we had our best athletes, you know, a Michael Vick or somebody out there playing 
in with his level of speed awareness, he'd yeah. be it'd be a different game. But we don't have we don't have time on the ball. So you're saying the guys don't start at an early age? No, I'm just saying our best athletes don't. Our best okay. athletes have three other sports, yeah, four they, other sports if you count hockey. Yeah, they're before playing. they get to soccer. Yeah. Soccer used to be the sport that kids play when they weren't big enough to play football. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you don't have to be huge to play soccer. You just have to be good. We don't get we don't have pickup games in America. Okay. Yeah. Now going back to that, those guys were getting paid premium and they were losing. Oh yeah. Okay, but the women were they were winning and they had to fight for every dime. What's right about that, Dick? I, I think part of it is the the men's World Cup has been going on for so long and there's just been this huge fear with it that just by being there, being in the groups, they get a lot of views for that. Yeah. So well I know get a lot more money. Well, I know uh you can, I mean, they call them soccer moms for a reason. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, soccer really taken off in the States. And uh, and like you said, a lot of kids that don't play baseball or football, they they turn to soccer. Yeah, it's a great entry-level sport. So, you know, they, uh, you you see all the kids running. They got all the, the, the soccer cleats and those socks that they wear with the pads <laughs> on. Yeah. And and the moms, yeah. yeah, and the moms be out there yelling like they know what's going, on and they have no idea when no, they just... they know they take them to the practice <laughs> all day. They know, <laughs> so you know, soccer is a big thing in the states now, and uh, I would I would think that we're going to start developing more players. Wouldn't you think? I mean, we will, but part of our model is it's it's pay to play. We're in other countries. Yeah, kids are just in the backyard or in yeah. their alley playing. They're they're, they have touches on on the ball. Yeah, why do we got to make everything so expensive? We got, but it's a capitalist model. <laughs> so yeah, you got to pay to play. Automatically, it shrinks your pool of people. Yeah, no doubt. And because, then, and then yeah. creativity. We don't have creativity. <clears throat> you know, if you ever want to change something like that, you need to put uh, rush goals at the end of each basketball court in America. Yeah, because with basketball courts, the the, the real estate's already there. Yeah. So you put those those goals at the end of uh each at the at the end of each uh court. Yeah. Kids will play on it. And then we'll start having futsal. And then about fifty years we'll have a competitive team. Fifty years. Yeah, that's it. It's easy fifty. No question about it. <laughs> I just hope I'm still here to to, to see it. <laughs> Bro, it will never ever happen in America. It's never happening. Well, guys, if you got any questions about soccer, hit us up. Let us know. Couch Spot, uh, Couch Potato Sports Report. And uh, chime in. Let us know what's on your mind. So when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little college football. It's right around the corner. Back in a minute. Hey, this is Mo Beta from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Do you love your car, but hate the way it looks? Is it covered in dirt, dust, and grime? 
If so, then you need the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia. Make your car look like new again, inside and out. We offer a wide range of detailing services to fit your needs, including exterior wash and wax, interior cleaning and detailing, engine cleaning and detailing, tire shine and ceramic coating. We only use the highest quality products and equipment and our team of experienced detailers will take the time to get your car looking its best. So what are you waiting for? Call the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia today and get your car looking like new again. Call at 470-909-5799 to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's 470-909-5799. All right, guys, we are galloping to the end here, and uh, we are back, Dex and T-Bird, Couch Potato Sports Report live in Cartersville. Don't forget to tune in. Check us out every week at 6 o'clock on Pod Being Live. Go to Spotify. You can hear us anytime. And, uh, again, check us out on uh, – we're going to be tomorrow at um, the best damn detail in Cartersville over on – Church Street in Cartersville, Georgia, with a car show, food, vendors, and, you know, come by and and hang out with us, and and uh, we, we want to get you on the podcast, see what kind of sports stocks you got, and moving into that deck, we got college football is just around the corner, Yes, and, and, and that college football is such a special time, man, because everybody like you said they're 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 kind of forming their boundaries you know within their areas getting ready for their for their team and if you like me Dick, when my team is on i like to put my jersey on at home in my house watching them on tv because i'm that engulfed in it yeah 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 part of the squad yeah i like to put my flag out on the porch you know just <laughs> that it's 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 that little bit of weather this that nip remind me again who your team is notre dame baby oh yeah that yeah. high school team out of uh, indiana i heard of boy, it boy university of notre dame you come by my house you see my flag out i represent my fighting Irish. uh ride or die ride or die but yeah. it's that little nip of fall in the air, people tailgating. I mean, it is just, it's just spectacular, man. I love it. I mean, this is Georgia, so the nip of fall is going to happen in November. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's, and if you notice, if I go to a Notre Dame game, I do not go in November. I go in <laughs> September or October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before that, that cold rush comes in there, because I wouldn't be able to take it. Would you? do a live from there yes <laughs> yeah i would i would do a live from there but i would have to make sure that i got a escape route oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean because I, I i can't handle that yeah that 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 type of weather there i can't handle that bro yeah that's the real cold man yeah. coming off them lakes so so that you know again we talk about college football you know we got georgia they coming back off of uh uh back-to-back uh national champions they had the uh, uh, all the coaches uh, for the SEC. They had the SEC meetings this week, and uh, the Alabama coach uh, Kirby Smart, 
Notice I call him Alabama coach Nick Saban. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you had all the coaches talking about what's about to happen. Had them talking about NIL. Yeah. Uh, I know Lane Kiffin was talking about uh, NIL is just a big uh, – he don't really – it, but they all use it. Yeah, I, you oh, know, man, I can't stand Lane Kiffin. I know he's not well liked by a lot of people, but he doesn't like himself. <laughs> so you know, you 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 everybody getting riled up for for the football season coming up, Dick. And yeah, uh, I guess the question I want to ask: Will Georgia three peat? Uh, no. I, I can agree with that. And yeah. the reason why I say that is because Georgia has an easy schedule this year. Everybody knows it's an easy, easy schedule this year, but it's just hard to repeat. You never yeah. know. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You might you might win going on 11 and no run, 12-0 run. Yeah. But when you get in the playoffs, that's a whole different game. Oh, zero question about it. I so, mean, it's, this, that's the thing is you have you had so many players go to the draft. You gotta come up with chemistry every year. It's then those guys are distracted by grades and girls all the time. It's and it's they a lot. Yeah. it's a lot. But know? Georgia reloads, and I gotta give it to him. I mean, Kirby. Yeah, what Kirby Smart has done at Georgia is is incredible. Uh -huh. uh, he came from Nick Saban, and there's even word this week that some some people were saying that he's surpassed Nick Saban. Now about that, that but is not uh, a popular <laughs> somebody in Alabama stopped kissing their sister to just get mad at you. You know, I don't know about that, but I think that he's definitely one of the top coaches in the country. Uh he has two titles to, that says that. Yeah. He's had some great talent. Yeah. Uh and and believe it or not, all great coaches got to have great talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah I mean, you, I mean they're not they're not the ones out there, you know, <laughs> throwing the ball and catching it. <laughs> they're not blocking on the right. blind side. So yeah, they you know, you gotta manage that talent. So. You get, yeah, and you, you those guys gotta execute your game plan. Uh I know that you are a fan of Colorado. You know this. And you know, Colorado is in a rebuilding with Coach Prime up there. And he's, I, he's currently rebuilding himself right now. <laughs> yeah, with he's, the surgeries. he's got the surgeries. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Man. But, you know, Coach Prime has caught some slack from other coaches about the way he operates. And personally, I think he needs to tell, tell them to go put it in their pocket. Oh, he'll be, be the first one. Because all these other coaches do what they do as long as nobody calls them on it. Oh, he's But see, but they want to call Dion on his which is which is not fair you he was one that team was one and whatever last yeah, year 11, so like that, yeah. so you're gonna go in that yeah he cleaned house i don't blame him yeah, yeah. so don't don't talk about what he getting all these people well, well so are you so is everybody else isn't that what you're supposed to do that's what the, the nil yeah and the nil and he's got all these people or that that transfer Portal, yeah. yeah, the transfer pro and, yeah. and then people going because there's money moving around. Well, he's he's drawing them in. And, you know, there's a lot of the players, you know, that even have an NIL deal. Cause, and not everybody has an NIL deal. But what it is is the players that do, they can help bring somebody else Yes. Along. And no, but it's, it's, it's going to be big simply because Coach Prime is big. Yes. You know, Deion Sanders is big. His he's mouth Coach is big. Prime. He's great. 
he's great marketing. Yes. I think he has enough strategies to where the they'll be above 500. But yes. I think right now the level of the expectations for them is low to where they can get bar. They do have a tough schedule though. Yeah. Yeah. They and and I just think that they these coaches need to leave him alone and worry about their own business. Oh, no, he business. Yeah. So they need to worry it, about him. At it, some point they're going to end up having to play him. They're going to have to play him and that's what they're worried about. Not, not only they have to play him on the field, they're going to have to play him in the recruit in the yes. in the uh, rooms yeah. when he recruits players that they originally just you know, all they had to do was make a phone call. Now they got to show up in a neighborhood they didn't want to show up. That's in. right. Because right. once he starts winning, oh yeah, hey, you better yeah. watch out. Because who want to go play for Coach Prime? Oh, no question about it. He's gonna. He's already has like one of the best draft classes out there. Yes, and it's gonna be easy for him. But now he's got to. Once they're there, he's got to organize them. That's right. That is that is. And I where think he can do it. Look what he did at Jackson State. At Jackson State. I mean, come on now. Yeah, they were, no question about it. Nobody was talking about Jackson State at all. And he brought that, yeah, and and he brought like a lot of eyes on it, yes, which was great. Um, he got he was done dirty for a little bit, and yes, he got a better opportunity. He took it out of the University of Colorado, and I, I couldn't believe it. But so, but this is the thing they want to get on Dion. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Coach Time about that, mm -hmm. and all these other coaches, they go over here, they build, and they move on to a bigger payday, bigger school. Yeah, you can't get mad at him for doing. It's capitalism. Uh, right. But 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 you want to get mad at him and everybody want him to stay there and 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 say, oh, he should have stayed. No, it ain't about that. We want him to stay in his place. Yes. Well, let's, yes. Let's, let's keep it. Let's call it yeah. what it is. Yeah, let's call it what it is. They want him to stay in his place. Well, now his place is at Boulder, Colorado. That's so. right. And I hope I hope Dion is uh I hope Coach Prime gets them. Uh, I'm not a Colorado fan, but I hope they're in the top 10 for it's all said and done. We can get you a hat or something. Uh, <laughs> well, in uh, another team I want to talk about is those Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Oh. Now, now, tell me something about Georgia Tech, Deck, because, you know, we don't talk about Georgia Tech much because they're not winning. Now, when they win, they're all over the news. But since they ain't won in about the last 10, 15 years, they ain't been much for conversation. So, Dak, I want you to tell me what your outlook is with Tech and uh, Mr. Key as the coach. Uh, I think it's going to be – I mean, it's got to be better than last year. <laughs> Let's be honest. I, part of the problem is, um, like Notre Dame, they it's hard for them to recruit certain players because their they're academics you know, requirements yeah. are so high. Uh, players that are good at football, aren't their focus isn't on academics. It's not to say that they can't. It's just that at a school like Georgia Tech, that is what is expected of you. You know, it's, they're, they're not going to win a – well, they might win a bowl, but they're not going to win a, a championship anytime soon. No, but, not not anytime soon. But, but I, I think they'll, I think they're going to have a winning season. I don't, I don't see why not. I don't see why they wouldn't. Well, they've gotten a, a couple of nice recruits in, and they've had a couple of transfers. And I would love to see Georgia Tech become reveling again because – when when Georgia Tech's winning, it's almost like the Falcons are winning. Atlanta is on fire. <laughs> you know, at, at the yeah. city of Atlanta is on fire when Georgia Tech's winning. Yeah, I mean, in really any sport, basketball, football. Yeah, I, I mean, down the downtown area. Yeah, because it's not it's not Athens. Yeah, it's, it's us. It's so. yeah, that's Georgia. Yeah, and and I I would love to see them have some success down there, and, and I want that to be a big ticket again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they play. Let's see, they play Louisville, South Carolina State, Ole Miss. 
they're probably not going to get past Ole Miss. No. Wake Forest is probably an L. Miami is probably an L. Um, but you never they're know. Clemson. Yeah, they're saying Clemson. Because Miami ain't that hot. Nah, that's true, but Miami's still hot enough to wear. <laughs> they're hot enough for Tech, huh? Yeah, and then at the end of the year, they play Georgia, so. Yeah, and we all know that's Georgia's why. not going to lose their last game. Nah, so. they, well, that's probably going to be <laughs> a thrash. An upset would be so nice. It would. It would be so it, nice. It, it would, and and it would leave all those Georgia fans scratching their head and talking about, well, this is, this is the thing they say. They cheated. The refs cheated. <laughs> They you got, know, and we and, got beat by bookworms. Yeah, and and then we, uh, well, we didn't play well today. You know, we, uh, that's not who we are, yeah. and all that old crap. I mean, I, I, I would like to see Georgia Tech win so I can say, why don't y'all drunk drive away back home? Yeah, because you know Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> oh why I come on, that was I cold. I don't know why I had to explain that joke. That was cold, you. boy. Hey, man, hey, there's no love lost. All right. That was cold, man. I don't live in Athens anyway. I don't go up there. I'm fine. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Come down to Cobb County if you want that heat. Yeah. Dude, if you got any remarks on Athens, uh, chime in and let us know what your thoughts are. Well, she's eating a delicious casserole right now. Oh, my. Because I know she can cook. I've heard about her. Uh, Yes, yes. Yeah, so I'm sure she's We didn't get an invite, Dick. I know, you know, I'm just going to have to peer pressure her one yeah, of these days. Yeah, we need yeah. a little invite. Get a little invite. You yeah. Know? Maybe on, one of those days that you're making that that honey salmon that you talked about that one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll invite ourselves then. I'll, I'll bring like a case of beer or something. We'll talk about engineering. And yeah, beer. yeah. All of that. And, and just bring the food. Yes, bring the food. Yeah. <laughs> we should, we should, uh, we should skip ring. We should just talk about uh, Washington. Sure. sure we'll do that. So we yeah, we we we'll wind it on down with the with the risk. I know that was the, the worst segue coming. in all of podcast history, but we're just gonna go with it. Yeah. Washington commanders are terrible. Well, you know, they were on Craigslist and they got purchased. They did. Uh I think for one point something billion dollars. No. One point six, I believe. No. And and I think it's higher than that, actually. But see, this I is thought the, it was like six billion or something crazy. Oh, was it six billion? Yeah. Well, uh, my bad. It might have been six. But yeah, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll check that. for sure. I'll check for sure. It, I, I don't know. I guess I was thinking about the lottery. It was one, <laughs> one, one, one and I won ten dollars. Oh, hey! <laughs> but so the might... cat in California won a billion dollars. Yeah. So you, uh, so you're, 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 um, you're gonna share. Uh, sure, sure. I'm gonna share. You buying wings? <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Commanders are sold, and Dan Snyder is out of the league. Dick, and thank goodness for that. Yeah, he's kind of a, he's kind of a little bit, a bit of. He was the mark shot. <laughs> if you can, if you're old enough to remember that reference, he was the Marge shot. He was just all terrible. All kind of allegations. Uh, Six point zero five billion dollars. Oh, uh, yes. And their their uh, Magic Johnson is talking about um, changing the name of the team too. Okay, from the Commanders to something else. Yeah, I guess the Commanders. I don't remember. Well, I don't three, like that. Three either. syllables. So yeah, yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, I you know, I, listen. Let me ask you this, Dick. Uh, Was the Redskins? Did you find offensive to the Native Americans? Uh yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be. You know what okay. I mean? Um, I, I, 
even as a kid, I was, I kept thinking, I was like, why is this happening? Maybe there's something I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, I didn't know anybody that was native. But yeah. I, I, I knew back then that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if it doesn't happen to you. It, you don't, um, you don't pay no attention. And enough people it wasn't happening to, so they weren't paying attention to yeah. it. So, yeah. and, but it's amazing how many people fought for that. Yeah. And it's like, that's because that's what you understand. Now you mm-hmm. get to understand something new. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Wizards. When they used to be the Bullets. Yeah, you know, they, they used to be the Bullets. Yeah, yeah. they changed their name, their name because they didn't want to put violence. Right. But I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You know? yeah. Plus, they're, they're a team. They can do whatever they want. But, you know, it. Uh, I wonder if they come up with a name, say if it's had something to do with the Native Americans, that you could have a name that represented something positive about them if they would agree to that uh or maybe I mean, not why do we have to make them a mascot is the question yeah i guess See, i guess when you get into uh when you get deeper into that well well I'll yeah take, I'll take, yeah i i got that i got I'll, that i'll I'll, t- I'll give you a really good example of how it works the atlanta braves because yeah. the only thing they really sort of kept from that is just the the the, the tomahawk and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and it's less of a symbol of of of, of bigotry like oppression and bigotry, yeah. more of like the just the symbol Braves. Braves means something yeah. rather, and it's so it's less derogatory. Mm. Where with the Cleveland Indians, yeah, you had to change their name. Yeah, you know, but the problem is, is all the things they can come up with are three syllable names. You got to yeah. come up with two syllable names at best. Yeah, um, and I think the Braves had a conversation with a tribe to 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 kind of do Mitig- positive things yeah. and, and all of that but like you say with braves just when you name. think when, when you think about a, a indian brave but it, it doesn't just have to be indian which is that's true you know what i'm saying but that but it's still representing a native I american mean, we know, we know where yeah. the origin of it is yeah. is yeah. from but it's it's more inclusive to everyone yeah a firefighter can be brave yeah that's true Cops can be cowards. I say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no law love lost over here for the cops. Only, uh, not for this guy. But yeah, six point five billion. Well, uh, <sighs> again, talking about, talking about Dan Snyder, uh, he did a, a bunch of creepy stuff. Yeah, he did. And and finally, the owners voted him out. Oh, and, it, because it started messing with their money. That's yeah, why. Yeah. It started messing with their money. Yeah, yeah, it started messing with their money. Uh-huh. He just would do like a lot of things that just let you know how entitled he is. And and well, to tell you, it started messing with their money. He got to pay them back sixty million dollars. Yeah. So was, he was I, keeping yeah. money away from the other teams. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was fifty. Well, sixty. It's sixty million, and then he had a fifty million dollar fine. I guess it was something like that. It's, well, that tell you how much money he got. You just throwing. F- 60 and 50 million dollars around like they're that. just numbers at that point <laughs> that is so crazy but yeah i don't know how much of that six billion dollars is going directly to him but man he, he 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 the man can't lose at this point nah he don't seem to be losing and uh but but you know we we want to think that by being moved out yeah that there's going to be some hopefully there's going to be some positive stuff coming with washington yeah i mean they got nowhere else to go but up right you know what i mean at one point i guess lavar uh uh jackson was talking about going to washington yeah 
And uh, I mean, he wanted to keep his house, so <laughs> you know, just take it. Take Lamar it. Jackson, yeah, Lamar Jackson, bar. yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson, yeah. He just wanted to take that leftover uh, coming out of Owens Mills, and you know, I, I I don't blame him. You know, stay in the area. Yeah, still got the same fans. Well, guys, there you have it. Uh, we got this week's wrap up, and uh, tomorrow, don't forget, tomorrow we are going to be at the best damn car show. Tomorrow at the best damn. We're going to be live. We're going to be live. Just follow us. This at, wait a minute. It's at the best damn detail. Best damn detail. And tomorrow is going to be the best damn car show. Yes. So we want y'all to come out and check with us out. With the best damn podcasters. With too. the best damn podcasters. That's right. So y'all come on out. Dick, you got any important shots? Yo. Hey, get well, Coach Prime. Yo, get well, Coach Prime. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, okay. <laughs> You cut me off. I didn't catch you.